Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today is the day after Xbox pre-order day. Did you get yours? Did you want one? Hmm, hard to say. But what isn't hard to say is that a number of articles have gone out today that aren't really reflective of what had to be a successful day over at Microsoft. The Series X sold out really within minutes of becoming available here on the East Coast of the United States at 11 a.m. And that isn't the story that people are really talking about all that much. If you go and you type in Series X in Google, you get a lot of articles like this one. Buyers mistakenly buy Xbox One X instead of Series X. Or... Xbox Series X and S, old console sales surge on pre-order day amid apparent naming issues. Or as The Verge puts it here at the top of their article, it looks like a bunch of soon-to-be-disappointed people accidentally bought Xbox One Xs today. To be fair, it has nearly the same name as its successor. Now, we've talked about the Xbox Series X launch, the Series S, all of these various things related to the naming conventions of these consoles for a while now. And I have to say, I think if you aren't in virtual legality every day, if you aren't a really, really interested, invested gamer, that there is some brand confusion between Series X and One X. And I put that primarily on the fact that the One, the word One, in the Xbox One X isn't doing anything from a logistical or language purpose for people to think on, right? It doesn't mean anything. So Series X is actually a little bit of a better name, I think, because I think people can understand that it's a new series of Xbox. That one is causing folks problems. And I will tell you as someone that talks extemporaneously about these things pretty often, I have been on podcasts. I have been talking about these things. I have been in videos that you can undoubtedly find and link back to me where I have said 1X when I meant Series X and I've said Series X when I meant 1X. So you look at something like The Verge and they say the following on this story. Today, Microsoft launched pre-orders for its upcoming next generation console, the Xbox One X. Oh, sorry, I meant the Xbox Series X. Can you blame me? There's only one word of difference between the two names and it's the one in the middle. Despite today being pre-order day for the Series X, the new one, the One X, the old one, had a banner day on Amazon as well. And if you go and you look at GameSpot and IGN and The Verge and all these various places, this tweet seems to be what all of this is based on. Now, what does this tweet say? It's a tweet from Andrew Alerts, at Andrew Alerts, and it says the following. Xbox One X sales rank is up 747% on Amazon, LOL. Wonder how many people bought an Xbox One X instead of an Xbox Series X. And you see, he's got the picture, number four, sales rank was 331, was 2,804, 747% increase. So what's happening here, right? If you actually go and you look at this page, it's the Amazon Movers and Shakers. How they describe it is it is their biggest gainers in sales rank over the past 24 hours and updated hourly. Now, if you go and you look at this, I will link it in the description. You won't see the Xbox One X here. This was a very limited window where this was happening. It was really related to the pre-orders occurring at the Xbox Series X level, which is ranked number one, as you can see here, previously unranked. But it was up at that number four level for a 747% increase for a short time. Now, what does that percentage increase mean? It means that 
Amazon has made a mathematical formula here between two ranks that I don't think actually makes a ton of sense for those of you that are trying to think of this mathematically or on an intuitive level. Let's take number 10 here. Chrono Cross PlayStation 999. It's available now. They say it is up 6,015%. But what do they really mean by that? Well, if you go and you do the math for them, what they mean is that they take what it used to be ranked, 3,119th. They divide that by what it's ranked now is, 51st. And that means it's an increase of 6,015%. If you actually do this math, you will find that it says it's 61.15. You make that a percentage and then you take the one out of it in order to represent, I believe, I'm not Amazon, the existence of the the previous rank, that full one rank comes out. So what you've got here is 60.15 becomes 6,015%. You can do this at home. You can try this with all of these entries on the Amazon Movers and Shakers page. You take 12,536, you divide it by 309, you will get 40.56, which you then subtract from one, and you have 39.56, which becomes 3,956%. Does that percentage mean anything in the real world? Not really. It means it's the velocity of increase in sales rank. And that was the best way that Amazon could think to articulate that. And they also love green arrows with percentage points. And it does mean that something happened, right? They went from 2,804 to 331. More Xbox One Xs were sold over a short period of time associated with the pre-orders for the Xbox Series X. And that does mean that somebody somewhere was likely making a mistake. It's not impossible that they looked at the pre-order hullabaloo and said, you know what? I could go for an Xbox Series One or Xbox One X. See, I told you I would do it in today or maybe in the next couple of days, but it is unlikely. So what else was happening here? Well, Amazon did not open their sales at 11 a.m. like everyone else did. If you were following this like I was yesterday and you had a number of tabs opened up, then like me, you had your tabs open to your Walmarts, your Targets, your Sam's Clubs, the Microsoft Store directly, and one by one, they were falling off the tabs that you were keeping up because the cart didn't work or you weren't otherwise able to purchase what was ostensibly being sold by that store. The Microsoft Store was perhaps the worst for this for me because it was a 40-minute process ultimately ending with out of stock. But when 11.45 rolled around here on the East Coast, Amazon and Best Buy still hadn't put their entries up. And if you searched under Series X at Amazon, you got a picture very similar to this one. With the Series X on top, currently unavailable, and if you tried to click on it, it would show you pictures of dogs. It is their broken landing page at Amazon. And if you refresh, you get different pictures of different cute dogs. It was delightful, but it wasn't a Series X. And then just below it, you would get an offer for sale of the discontinued 1X model. And if you actually look at this, this is offered for $405. When I was looking at it just before Amazon put up their Series X pre-orders, they actually were offering it for $499, which is the same price as the Series X. And to be fully honest with you, I clicked on this and was looking at it while trying to get to a Series X page on Amazon before realizing that it was a 1X and backing out. So on the margins... Somebody somewhere was definitely confused by all of this. No question. And we can ask ourselves whether that means that the Series X name, the nomenclature for the Xbox brand going forward, is problematic in and of itself. In fact, a number of outlets have suggested as much. Here is a Video Games Chronicle article talking about this particular issue, the 750% increase in rank of sales. 
And they have a line in here that talks about a different article that they did that talks about the naming issues. They say earlier this month, the Xbox Series S announcement caused One X to trend on Twitter with combined mentions of Xbox One S, Xbox One, Series S, and Series X. Now, they are framing that in this article as signifying uh, mistakes, people that were confused about what was being sold. They highlight it in the previous name of this article as confusion reigns over Xbox naming policy as Series S causes One X to trend. Now, before we get into kind of the meat of what they have to say on this, the one thing I will say is that Twitter trends aren't necessarily terribly good scientific material for these kinds of uh, accusations with respect to marketing and those kinds of branding initiatives, but also that there are reasons for things that are related to something else to trend, right? If you actually went and you look at when the One X was announced or the Series X or the Series S or just Xbox in general, very often... PlayStation, Sony, PlayStation 5, God of War, whatever, will trend at the same time because people are having their arguments on Twitter. People are discussing related materials to whatever was announced that day. And I don't think that the Series S was any exception to that kind of concept. If you actually go and look at the mid-September kind of articles, you get these kinds of notions of how is this Series S different from the Xbox One and the Xbox One X. And you get an article from The Verge that says the Series S plays Xbox One S versions of Xbox One games, Xbox One X enhancements won't be applied. And really anybody that's tweeting about this particular subject with all of these words could be contributing to things like trends for One X, One, Series S, Series X, all at the same time. So you do get commentary from various industry folks where you see Rami Ishmael and Daniel Ahmad saying, oh, this is a problem, One X is trending. Aren't these all issues? You've got a PlayStation guy saying, obviously I'm biased, but I find the Xbox nomenclature confusing. With PlayStation, I know if I buy a PS5 that it's going to be a generational leap over the PS4. If I buy an Xbox Series S though, where does that sit? And what am I missing out on by not getting a Series X? Now, Microsoft has done a good job of establishing the differences between the Series S and the Series X, but I do think it's at least a partial issue that it bears the same kind of name as the One S and the One X. More importantly, I think one of the problems is that that word one, which was initially used by Xbox to signify a all-in-one entertainment option to run your TV through, to have your Kinect there, doesn't mean anything, right? I think the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S titling is better because we all intuitively now, especially after iPhone and the way Apple operates, understand what series means in the electronic space. Okay, this is a series of the Xbox. This is an X. This is an S. It's my job to figure out what they do. And then when series W or series infinite comes out, I will understand that I have to go look and see what those are. Those are new boxes. One of the problems here is not just because Amazon had listings that looked identical, not just because Amazon was actually not offering Series X for the first hour. And if you weren't paying attention and you didn't know Amazon was doing that, you could easily click on the wrong button. It's not only those things. It's also because when you look at the word one, it doesn't mean anything. And if you're anything like me, you just kind of gloss over it and say, okay, one X, Series X, these are just words. They don't mean a lot. And I start to combine them in my head. Microsoft intends to get around all this by dropping most of the oneness, the 360-ness, that special middle world word, and just using the word series. 
The name we're carrying forward to the next generation is simply Xbox. Similar to what fans have seen with previous generations, the name Xbox Series X allows room for additional consoles in the future. Xbox Series S, we now know about. Xbox Series whatever in the future, and maybe they can just start adding numbers where they're more comfortable competing with PlayStation 5. Because, of course, it's apocryphal, but the history of this has always been that they named the 360 the 360 because they didn't want an Xbox 2 going against a PlayStation 5. Now, if I had been in control, I probably just would have skipped a number and said, hey, you know what? It's marketing. This is the Xbox 3. We think that the Xbox One, the original recipe, was good enough to be considered 1 and 2, and we just wanted to go straight to 3. I would have done that years ago, but I'm not in charge. And now we're left with at least a little bit of confusion. The other thing that people bring up on this score is, of course, the mighty Wii U or the not-so-mighty Wii U, right? In between Nintendo's massive successes with the Wii and now with the Switch was a little-known, not terribly-loved system called the Wii U. And here's a Polygon article from 2014 entitled, The Wii U Name is Still Hurting Nintendo, and quotes that go something like the following. The Wii U name is abysmal. I think that cut sales in half right there. This is from Dan Edelman, who used to be the head of Nintendo's indie program. And then this article points out places in which even folks that were a part of the marketing scheme, like Jimmy Fallon, didn't quite know what they were marketing. This is the new system, he said. You add it to your Wii, or you don't even need to use the Wii. Do you need to use the Wii? You can just use it on your own, but you can also use it with the Wii, Fallon said. He was later corrected. CNN ran a story saying the Wii U was a solid accessory that will bring a fresh element to Nintendo gaming. And of course, that makes sense. You've got the Wii and you had the, the Wii standing pad thing and the Wii wheel and everything else that goes on the Wii. The Wii U doesn't sound that distinct. I do think that the Xbox has improved on this particular problem, not only with their marketing and their marketing spend and the push for all this stuff, but also because series doesn't sound like it's just something else that attaches to your current Xbox. A new series of Xbox is something different from the Xbox U. If they were selling an Xbox U, you'd think, okay, that's something that attaches to my Xbox. And that was fundamentally the problem that Nintendo had here. I don't think series represents the same problem. So when we look at articles like this, when we look at something like this for Xbox, and I'm someone that's very interested in messaging and branding and all these kinds of things, I am sympathetic to those folks that say this is too confusing. And I'm concerned about those folks that don't follow virtual legality, that don't read Polygon or The Verge every day, that do go into a store and look for what they want to purchase and have a level of confusion. Microsoft has tried to get around that by discontinuing the old One models, the One X and the One S, so that hopefully they aren't on store shelves at the same time. They'd otherwise be trying to sell their new series models. But when we talk about places like Amazon that has third-party sellers or eBay, God forbid, right? Somebody's trying to surprise their kid at the holiday season. These are all sold out. And so they go on eBay and they get a 1X. And on Christmas morning, the 1X is opened. And hopefully everybody is polite enough because that's no fun for anyone. And if it does happen and somebody knows about a gaming journalism outlet, this will probably be a story at that holiday season. So you can check out whether or not that happens when the holidays occur. For right now, though, I think it's a combination of things. It's a combination of Amazon having this happen to it. It's a combination of everybody having to go very, very quickly. At the time when Amazon's entry goes up, everything else has failed. So just anecdotally, from my perspective, it was a matter of click, 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 and hopefully get your pre-order in. And in fact, I did get it in from Amazon, and we'll see if or when they ever deign to deliver it. But you didn't have enough time to kind of check these things, and for an hour, 
the Xbox One X was made available to you while searching for Series X, and the boxes don't look that different. The final thing that people say on this is also pretty interesting. As we know from the Radeon fiasco, the PlayStation 5, yesterday's pre-order interestingness, there are bots out there. They are trying to suck up this stock. They are trying to flip it around on the Ebays and other secondary markets of the world. So you did get a tweet at the end of this Verge article in which Patrick Klepek responded positively to someone saying, I would put money on it being bots that didn't clarify their code very well. Could be. Xbox and X are pretty important words, but if you're not separating one and series, you know, maybe you're a scalper that bought a lot of a discontinued console. It's hard to say. Finally, I'll leave you with that promised look back at Microsoft because Microsoft's blog posts have also been having difficulty. Here's Tom Warren from The Verge highlighting one of those blog posts in which they said, Destiny 2 Beyond Light is available for pre-order now and will be coming to Xbox One Series X. That's a whole new product. Neither Xbox One nor Series X, it's just combined. Now, that's just copywriting, right? You're just looking at these kinds of things. That could have been a slash missing. That could have been an and missing. Later in the sentence, they talk about the Xbox One and the Series X separately, but it is a problem. It's a problem for everybody. It's a problem for even us folks that are interested in these products to talk about accurately. I have done it a number of times. I've even done it in this video where you just have to really stop after you say Xbox Think about whether you mean one or series and then finish up your sentence. Hopefully that won't be an issue after 2020, after the Series X and Series S have really taken over the market, but we shall see. One last thing on this, and I have saw it mentioned a couple of other places, it's worth noting that the Series S didn't actually have this same kind of impact on the movers and shakers list at Amazon. And some people bring that up and saying, well, maybe that means that there wasn't actually this mistake. I don't know that you can take that for that meaning either. The Series S was worth less money. It was worth less both going in and coming out. You're going to spend $300 on it. You're probably not going to be able to flip it for nearly as much. And the diehards, the people that want to get in at launch, probably aren't diehards for the minimalist approach that Xbox is using on the Series S. If they are diehards, if they are willing to pay a premium, it's probably for that premium box. So I don't really think it's a surprise that the Series S didn't flip up as much as the Series X, even though it has the same problem with the Xbox One S and the Xbox Series S. Either way, we'll see if this continues to be an issue. We'll be able to determine whether Hogue and virtual legality is right or wrong. I don't think it's a long-term issue. I think Microsoft should be thrilled with how fast they sold through their supply yesterday. We'll see when anybody gets any of these things, but certainly it could have been a little bit smoother. That goes for Microsoft that goes for Sony, that goes for Radeon, and that goes for the gamers and players who just really wanted these products. And hopefully if you wanted one, you get one at launch or darn near it. This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoyed this episode, we talk about the business and law, including marketing of video games, movies, music, pop culture, everything else that you're already interested in and reading about on a regular basis, hopefully to add a little illumination from folks that are regularly ensconced in corporate law and dealing with transactions and choices of this kind all the time. If you liked it, please like, subscribe, share, tell folks that we are here. And if you caught it on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, 
please consult your own legal counsel.